Good morning, and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today I'm joined by the incomparable Mark. Hello. It's you me. like that, Mark? Nobody yeah. compares to you. That's what that's what incomparable means. You yeah, I are feel like, you and you alone. <laughs> I feel like that's not necessarily a compliment or an insult. It's kind of its own category. Yeah, it, it, it's a loaded thing. It could mean a yeah. lot of different things depending <laughs> on the context. Um, but we're, we're not going to analyze what it means for we're you. We're not digging into that, yeah. Yeah, and you, you can just kind of, you know, take it however you want. Let's put it exactly. that way. Exactly, yeah. Okay, um, okay. But you know, I'm happy to have you back on the show, Mark. Yeah, I mean, it's been a the, minute. The, the nice thing with uh, with having you here is that I know that th- it was probably like last week that you sent a message saying like, oh, yeah, we, we got to do an episode on this movie. Yep. Um, and I was only able to finally get to see it just over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know that you've been kind of like you've been itching a little bit to talk about this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since I saw it, I've been like, I don't know, it's been rolling around in my brain. I hope it <laughs> felt like you wanted to talk about it too i i wanted to get it out of me before i had forgotten too much but i think i'm uh i think i'm i'm still ready for this sure so, yeah yeah yeah. i mean i i want to talk about it just because i want to see i, I want to see what you think but i'm also just yeah. trying to not, not to not to spoil my own thoughts on it <laughs> um, but I, i'm trying to make sense of it a little I bit i understand yeah um and i i feel like it, it might it might be good to <laughs> to talk through it Easier just a it. little yeah. bit and uh, and yeah. see where we end up by uh, okay. at the end of this episode. So of course last week I I mentioned this that uh, the, the movie that was finally a movie coming out in theaters that mm-hmm. I wanted to see. It's been months since <laughs> uh, since such a thing has occurred, and uh, it, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled <sighs> to to be back in the movies and and seeing stuff. And of course I'm talking about the new Wes Anderson movie Asteroid City. Oh um, yeah. Which the logic suggests that if you're into movies, you probably saw this one because I think it was actually Wes Anderson's best performing movie. Oh, um, really? Because I had heard released. that. Okay, yeah. so for him, it's the top because I had heard it didn't do great, did it? Well, it, 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 for, it, it, it did more than The French Dispatch. Okay. <laughs> so, like, okay. I, I'm, I'm fairly certain this is his, his best performing movie. Well, good for um, him. So far in theaters. Um, okay. So, or at least like opening weekend or something. I, I don't know exactly. This, this, I could be totally wrong. Feel free to Google this, but I'm fairly certain that's, uh, I'm that, going that is the case. to choose to believe that you're right because I want that to be true. And yeah, that's what's they, really you... important. Yeah. That, yeah. that just sounds like kind of nice and also kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, because, Very much so. it, well, okay. Well, I, I'm looking this up right now. Let's see. This, this, this article says Asteroid City sets box office record let's let's see what it is um okay yeah 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 his his so wes anderson's previous career high over uh over the first three days was grand budapest hotel which made mm-hmm. 8.5 million and asteroid city made 9 million yeah at the uh, u.s box office so yes right. it is his best performing movie awesome um, that's pretty wild yeah. uh for a lot of reasons so yeah <laughs> um, yeah Let's uh, let's just get right into it. I'm gonna, I'll I'll give a little bit of the uh, the synopsis. Of course, it's a Wes Anderson movie. Everybody knows that. Um, here's here's what IMDb says it's about, and uh, well, let's see how we <laughs> feel about this one. Um, this this is the IMDb synopsis. 
Following a writer on his world-famous fictional play about a grieving father who travels with his tech-obsessed family to small rural asteroid city to compete in a junior stargazing event only to have his worldview disrupted forever. No. No, well, no, uh, well okay, it's not, okay. okay. It's well, not, here's well, it's look, only technically. I, I think it's an admirable attempt to include everything that's going on <laughs> in this movie happens. in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. I feel like just to get to the the heart of the matter with this, the problem is that it's very hard to summarize anything with a frame plot in one sentence that's true that's true because like really you're looking at two impossible. different stories on some level yeah and that's what this movie is I well mean, really, it's this movie is three different thing. stories kind of like it, it, i'm pretty sure grand budapest hotel was the same way but really like the in, in grand budapest hotel you had the obvious the stuff that with with the hotel yes. and you had jude law interviewing the former lobby boy mm-hmm. um which is you know how you get all that stuff and then there's uh, like a frame outside of that but you only really ever see it in like the beginning and the end i think yeah that's the like case, the, the sort yeah. of somebody visiting the ho- i forget who it was, it was probably visiting Steve like Martin. the grave of the of jude law's character i think yeah it was like, like way that. way later yeah well, it, it, yeah that plays into the theme of the movie and i think that that happens with this movie well actually okay i i kind of want to like get into my thoughts on it actually <laughs> well the thing with this I'll, movie I'm gonna is save that all of the saying. frames are together like yes. at, at no point are they like ever dislodged from each other. Yes, they and it's all very mish- like I, I don't. All right, here's here's I'll just give you my my take on this movie. When I first yeah. like 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 came out of it, my my initial thought was, well, on the surface level, yeah, that was you know that, that was fun and and amusing and and like solid kind of. Uh, solid story and has like mm-hmm. the kind of Wes Anderson's especially more modern deadpan humor um and, and you know there's some, there's some good moments whatever but I, I don't I, I don't know what the movie's up to I can't figure out what it what it is like what is going on here I see okay. because like there's there's so many elements to it that are like competing for like y- your understanding of, of what's theory. actually going on yeah I, I'll get into my theory about it later i think and ryan me but as far as what i i had thought i went into this fully expecting to be and this is like a wes anderson problem or really just the thing about him the mileage with him is how far can you stand his style sure how how much can you bear and i went in thinking that this would be so overloaded with wes Mm anderson-iness that i would just like glaze but for some reason it hooked me i Mm -hmm. really really liked this Mm -hmm. um it might have helped that it's about aliens because aliens are awesome that's true everyone loves aliens um but but also the way it incorporates all of these things into the plot and and the way that it incorporates the the weirdness while also still despite being effectively a massive, massive ensemble plot with tons and tons of people that are played by every actor you could possibly recognize, um, and then some. It it somehow I I was able to keep with it the whole way. I was able mm-hmm. to keep up with it as best as I could up till it just effectively just shakes you off. Is is yes. kind of what it feels like. Yeah, for sure. Um, the way the way the frame versus the internal plot goes is that every single person in the 
part of the movie that you'd call Asteroid City itself. It's a play in the outside world. And it's, it's telling the story simultaneously of how the people who play the, the characters in the actual story came to, to play those roles. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the internal story of it barely collides with the external, despite being effectively completely controlled by that. Yeah. Um, and I guess to just get right into it, I, I think in a certain way, what he's playing at, uh, are we okay with just going straight into like analysis here? Because I don't think anybody going into this movie is necessarily going to mind that kind of thing. Oh, this sure. isn't exactly yeah. a spoiler, <clears throat> but technically it, it goes in that territory. So, yeah, fair I mean, like, if you're if you're averse to spoilers and just want to know if we recommend you go see this movie, um, I'd say yeah, but yeah, I, I would say so. I would yeah. say so. I think it's a very interesting movie, and like I said, it's been lodging in, in my brain for a while as I've tried trying to figure it out. The it's one thing I will one. say is that I'm very surprised that like of all the Wes Anderson movies to be the most popular. This one seems like it's maybe the least accessible Wes Anderson movie that, sure. I've, that I've seen. No, just because of, of how like like complex the layers are to its its multiple plots. Yeah, um, and it, it's not something. And, and beyond that, I feel like the obsessions that Wes Anderson has are with things that are not necessarily like broad public knowledge. And mm-hmm. this this world that he's exploring here. Um, particularly in like the the main frame of the movie of this kind of like world of like theater and theatrical production, yeah, um, is not necessarily something that your average person is going to like have a lot of context to to understand. It expects what they're you to at. know a lot of what's going on without saying much, honestly, yeah. um, because it's practically yeah. an entire movie story unto itself without yeah. actually stating almost anything outright. It just kind mm-hmm. of expects you to be well read enough to get what's going on. Which is tough, especially because my theory here is that, and it, and it comes out in the end of this, I, I think it's almost like a metaphysical reality where they're like the Olympus gods in comparison to the stuff that's going on in the story itself. Sure, yeah. Which is weird because there's two layers to that even. Mm-hmm. So so like the, the thing that most blatantly states this in the movie is at the end, the main the guy who could be most considered the main character just leaves during the climax of the movie, just up and leaves. Yeah. When every single plot line comes to its climax at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just walks off the stage and then he goes and talks to his character's dead wife who is in another theater across in the building across from yeah and and they do their monologue together that way and it's like he stepped into the afterlife talking literally just like there's no other way to interpret that talking to her and it's like this weird outside world of like of just this like falsehood where every but it's like everybody is also doing their best at their own lives so they're like Mm -hmm. these simultaneous things and then the the director is like a god figure. It's really weird. And then yes. on top of that, the alien basically just glances off the plot like a comet. Where yes. it just shows up, <laughs> comes down, and then leaves. And it's got the 
I love the aliens designs so oh, yeah. bad it, because it, it's so yeah. jarring, but it's adorable anyway. Well, the and thing so that's funny like, is like when when you first see it, it's very like charming and and like it has this very nervous energy to it. Yeah, that makes you kind of like immediately uh, like you just kind of like them. Mm-hmm. But then like in the climax of the movie, you see the alien again in a different context. And it looks kind of terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an alien, yeah. right? Like, I, I love that, like, just this insane thing just flips everything on its head. I, I've always kind of liked the concept of that. It, and in a certain respect, this movie feels kind of Lynchian in that way, mm-hmm. where where there's a very dreamlike atmosphere to it due to yeah, all of this, sure. like, con- interconnected nature of everything. And, I mean, they even very much hammer home the whole dream aspect of it by the end of it yeah 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 for sure the the other bizarre part is that they're not showing you the entire play because they talk about scenes in the external frame that don't happen yeah in the movie yeah so so there's just so much going on here that i can understand people watching it and then just their brain shuts off at some point where it's just like i I don't even figure out what what to make of all of these different like all of the frames and all of the like like i guess for for me it's like the movie starts with with brian cranston coming on screen mm-hmm. and he, he says some like kind of vague stuff about how what we're about to see is not actually real it's mm-hmm. all been made up for this television program and what he's describing is the story of the making of the play Asteroid City. Yes. So we're not even supposed to believe that the story of the making of the play Asteroid City is like a quote-unquote real thing. That is also made up. Yep. So the the entire thing is a fabrication, which of course, like maybe that's just supposed to be part of the joke because it's like it's a movie, so everything's a fabrication anyway. But like all of these different layers of trying to figure out how these things play off each other when at the same time the movie is making a very deliberate point about how it's all false yep. and not so it's like so what am i supposed to feel like am well, i supposed I, to feel that this is all surface level like or that, that this is all this is all phony and that none of these emotions are real or am i supposed to actually feel something and like i i guess like you you, you the, there are moving moments in the movie on every level yeah but there's there's something about it that's like very jarring with the fact that the movie is going out of its way to like take you out of it from a from like a you buying into the reality of anything you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean so there's the frame plot but then whenever you get back to the actual asteroid city stuff like it's all very just i don't know how to put it. it it's just like very charming <laughs> incredibly charming i love oh, yeah. the acting in this every every little bit especially there is just so much fun and oh, so totally. to yeah. me i this is my personal take i i think the 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 stuff in the weird part maybe maybe the core of it is the stuff that actually happens in asteroid city itself is the most real despite yeah. being at the center of this onion of just bizarreness and maybe that's why everybody in the external stuff has this sort of desperate energy about them where they're Mm -hmm. like they're like not they don't feel like you don't connect to anybody in the external world really you connect to them in asteroid city in this colorful 
like uh pastel world and then when you go back to the black and white of the the tv show it's just kind of like all of this this like noise and this nonsense and this like kind of a painful feeling almost Mm -hmm. and i think that that contrast in the entire thing especially when you consider that it's meant to be the the like universe that or whatever it is the gods that are creating this universe or whatever is just like so fascinating. I I really really like just there was something to that that really clicked with me. Yeah, at the end for of it. for me it was just kind of like I I I I feel like I want to see the movie again just now that I I know everything that happens and there's no mm-hmm. like like I don't have to focus on just like focus on the plot or whatever because now I I just want to figure out like how I can make the connection a little bit more deliberately like yeah. between all of these different frames because that's the thing that like while I was watching I, I kept trying to make sense of it in my head while I was <laughs> like while, while you're just trying to experience it and like not mm-hmm. really getting super far um and it, it really took me a while of like kind of thinking and uh and piecing things together to kind of be like okay I, I sort of get what this what this is like for, for example like the the frame story at first, I wasn't really sure, like if if this is a reference to something real in some level. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I kind of was kind of like, oh, okay, so like the the Edward Norton character is playing sort of like a Tennessee Williams type of mm-hmm. the like sort of reclusive playwright, um, and like it's, it's very similar kind of uh, like backstory with him. At some point in the movie, I believe they say he died in like a car crash, whereas Tennessee Williams died from. Uh, accidentally choking on on something or something like mm-hmm. that um and then there's uh there's the director character who is uh, adrian brody who yeah. comes off a lot like uh elia kazan <clears throat> who is of course a director a famous movie director but also the person who directed a streetcar named desire on mm-hmm. broadway um with uh with marlon brando and everything so like i, I once I, I i made that connection in my head i was like okay so i get now the sort of historical period that were meant to like kind of view this this theatrical world in um and and that and with that context it, it I, I no longer feel like i'm kind of like like baffled by the the thing in, it, on its face you know what i mean yeah yeah um but without without that i'm just trying uh, it's like everything that's hitting me just, just feels completely out of nowhere and new you know what i mean i get you i kind of like that part of it but i get what you mean um, I I was wondering what you think because we didn't really dive into this. What did you think of the quote unquote play itself of Asteroid City? Oh, of, Ast- of Asteroid City. Well, I think that's like the if if the movie was just that, yeah, then like I I think it's a it's a interesting story on its own. Yeah. Um, and and that's one of the reasons why the frame I think was so kind of like confusing for me mm-hmm. just because when I, I like i said I, i'm trying to figure out if the frame is like trying to deliberately undercut some of the emotional content of the play or if we're yeah. supposed to like I- imagine the play just just take it at face value because if you take it at face value i mean there's some really memorable characters especially jason mm-hmm. schwartzman who mm-hmm. uh who, who plays kind of like the quote-unquote main character you, you said um yeah. doing a very good performance a lot of people have pointed out that jason schwartzman's uh performance is very reminiscent on in, on some level of Rushmore um just because they're uh, both yeah. they're both characters that are that um in, in Rushmore like uh 
Max Fisher's mom had passed away and he's dealing with the grief of that. Whereas mm-hmm. in this in this case, the characters, his wife passed away. Um, yeah. And he almost feels like like playing a uh, sort of precocious, strange guy, but in older age. So a mm-hmm. lot of people are, have made that connection, seeing very similar like kind of man who's who's eccentricities are sort of brought out by the yeah. grief that he's feeling. Um, so th- so his performance is great. I think Scarlett Johansson is great um, in the movie as well. Yeah. Um, all, all the kids are really good. There's that yes. that one like really irritating kid who keeps like daring people the to daring uh, like, <laughs> to, 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 like <laughs> to dare him yeah to dare him <laughs> to, to do, do like stupid, stupid things um <laughs> like jumping off of and, yeah and, and his dad yeah. is or, i think his dad is played by Liev schreiber and yeah. like they they have some very amusing moments together um yeah. actually that, that that's a very quick segue um I, I just wanted to quickly read off kyle's opinion Oh yeah, on go for it. Asteroid City because he he posted it for us. He couldn't be here today to record. Sadly. But uh, I wanted to make sure that I could get his opinion in in the podcast before we before we forget. So uh, uh this is this is Kyle's thoughts on Asteroid City. Yep. Um <clears throat> Asteroid City was a swell time and after a lot of internal debate, it is now my favorite Jason Schwartzman movie. My only gripe is that West didn't utilize Leave Schreiber as much as I would have hoped, but I still <laughs> strongly recommend it. <laughs> Uh, um, I mean, that says it all. That's it? really great. I, so, so actually, on Jason Schwartzman's character, a little more to me, he kind of felt like the the like classic detached Wes Anderson character that was kind of like almost desperately struggling to stop being that way. Mm-hmm. Where, where like even at one point, he's asked by his kid, like, "You took a photo of an alien. What, like, what does that make you feel like?" He's like, "I'm a photographer." That's what I do. Walks off. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great moment with uh, Scarlett Johansson on that too, where she's like, at at one point he takes a picture of the 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 alien, but at another point he took a picture of her, and uh, she's like, "Show me, show me how the picture came out," and he shows (laughs) her a picture of the alien. She's like, "Oh, not that one. Not that one." It's like, who cares about the alien? You know. (laughs) Which uh, that 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 to me was like, if there's a moment in the movie that like. It feels like there, there's some level of like that that's very key to yeah. what's going on here. It's something like that where this incredible experience has happened for everybody, but for the jaded adults here, it's kind of just like, well, it's all just right, a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like okay, aliens, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like how the, it feels the, like... the kids are like totally enamored by this, but yeah. the uh, the adults are a little bit too kind of broken to care. Yep, they have too many things going on for themselves. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Just trying to think. It's got so much of that. It, like, if you like dry humor in general, I, I'm I'm gonna assume that you're already a Wes Anderson fan. But like, oh, this sure. is not let down in that department at all. So, oh, totally. Very well worth it. And it's a one. gorgeous movie too. Like the, it's the so pretty. The the setting is is so stark and, and yeah. interesting. Um, and like the, the, the color palette, like everybody always jokes about like the Wes Anderson, like style, like the pastel colors and everything, but he's never made a movie that's looked exactly like this. No, like, like the, the color palette of the asteroid city, like location like with that, like, and, and bright blue. Yeah. Like the deep, like red of the, the soil and everything. Like it's very, yeah. very interesting to look at. It feels like it's old. not a real location, but I'm, I'm yeah. fairly, fairly certain that they did just dress up a real place. Wow. Um, so I don't know how they got the, uh, the, the colors that they did, maybe some kind of like digital stuff, but it, yeah. it looks incredible. Like it's it's such a, a vibrant and interesting world. Mm-hmm. I love. There's so many great little touches in this too. 
like the uh the vending machines yeah the vending <laughs> machines just vend any like vend deeds to the land and yeah, stuff. yeah yeah real estate like, vending machine all these little side plots that just kind of wander around and it's yeah. just like they're all centralized around this weird moment with the alien and it's just so great yeah the teacher I mean, trying like, to teach her class about the solar system and the kids yeah. just won't stop asking questions about the alien yep and having like a romantic subplot with some like cowboy guy who just yeah, shows yeah. up and, and <laughs> was like giving cigarettes to one of the kids yeah just kind of like vaguely there in the background but not like mm-hmm. not being like a, a main focus you know yeah this isn't a hangout movie though really it's just kind of like I don't know. No, it's not. I, I don't weird. think it's it's as like like generally speaking, the 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 hangout movie is not work. I feel like this movie no. is a little bit of work. Yeah, very like, much so. To the and, and, and I think it's worth it. It's it's worth the effort to like engage your brain on what you're seeing. But it's yeah. definitely like <laughs> like I said, it's not the most accessible Wes Anderson movie not by at all. by a long margin. Um, so I can I can only imagine like if, if this is the one that's made the most money and you're, you're getting more general audiences, mm-hmm. I can't I cannot imagine what the average person is getting out of this. Um, I, yeah, like not 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 to say that the average person couldn't get anything out of this, but just like it's definitely not just an easy fun time at the movies. I feel like there's a lot going on here that's going no. to like like confuse me. I mean, it confused me. So I maybe <laughs> maybe they would click with what is going on in the main plot. Maybe I don't know. I think the I think the frame might annoy people. That the that's frame my probably guess. Probably would bother people is what I would guess. Yeah, but it's that, so that's, quick. Yeah. They go by so fast. Like they're just like in and out with that because they're like almost interludes. But I I get what you mean. I yeah. Because it's that is the most difficult part of the movie. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it, and the thing that that makes it difficult is that it it doesn't just kind of come and go. It's not something mm-hmm. like in Grand Budapest Hotel that's like. Uh, where you're getting like little pieces of it throughout the movie but fundamentally like the real core of the movie is the uh the the main the main plot of the the what's inside the frame whereas yep. this it feels like both things are like on some level sharing equal space of importance mm-hmm. um and you you have to f- try to do something in your brain to make sense of that and if you can't i think it'll just frustrate people when they're cutting yeah. back and forth um, I, I think that the yeah. the thing that we're really just trying to say to summarize it is that this movie really wants to be like red on some level. Oh, yeah, definitely. Where it's yeah. not going to give you everything. Yeah. And it really depends on how much tolerance you have for that kind of thing. But for me, it <laughs> was just awesome. I, well, yeah, I, 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 I wanted to, like, I'm very, very interested in it, you know? Like yeah. the the... The, like I like I said, the surface level stuff is still good, and if you go into this just looking for like something that's generally funny and like a good time and has some you know like a, just like a solid movie, like you'll you'll have a good time. But I mm-hmm. think that the real like like core of this movie is extremely interesting, and it's not going to reveal itself to you immediately. Yeah, um, like the first time you watch it, I feel like. So yeah. I think that uh, like if you if you're interested in trying to make sense of this on a more broad level then i think you'll you'll have a really good time with it quick question i was and i i see this repeated but i was told that this movie felt like it lacked heart and i i don't agree with that no definitely i really don't agree like that that it didn't have like a core or something and i i think the main issue there the to put the fair warning out would be ensemble casts by nature 
don't end up having that kind of centralized character through line, but it's more like the overall situation can kind of have that that feeling. Yeah. Cuz like cuz like the the grief and the getting over the detachment and so yeah. on. That that feels like the centralized core of the um, the emotional core of this movie. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. they like it's as simple as what you said with the the scene with the photographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like how can you not be filled with wonder at the fact that you just encountered an alien yeah exactly <laughs> and like it's the, like I, yeah but it doesn't spell it out for you and so i think that that might hurt that well because it's this this classic detachment that wes anderson has so again yeah. i guess to round it all off the question is what is your tolerance for wes anderson's wes anderson-iness and my my answer to that would be you know open your heart to the man you know? mm. there's no one making movies like this guy at this level and with this like broad of a theatrical distribution mm-hmm. for something so deeply personal mm-hmm. and you gotta respect it you just you just gotta like I, I don't know what to tell you if like like you, you can't look at a Wes Anderson movie and just be like that that's pretty cool that you know this this deeply personal artist is getting his movies out yeah in, in wide release like that's a cool thing and I think that it's worth, uh, you know, kind of give it a shot, allowing yourself to to kind of work with his style a little bit. Because I could understand if it's like irritating on some level, but if you, you know, just open your heart, you know, yeah, let let it let it move you, and mm-hmm. I think you'll find it's uh, he's really quite a great filmmaker. So, all right, Definitely. I think that's it for every, every this one today. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>